we are. You hear that? Yeah, I hear it. All right, cool. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you hear the lovely sound of it all. It is the What's Your Opinions podcast, as if you guys don't know. Um, I'm Eli, and this is my uh, luxurious, my luxurious, luxury liqueur lover, and Alex. Uh, it's been a minute. It's been a hot it's been minute. Like two minutes. <laughs> it's been two minutes, legit. It has been. No, it was. It been like what two and a half weeks since last episode. You know, honestly, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, for people that we were doing this uh i didn't want to die in my garage last week and a half last two weeks that's that's what it was it was heat wave the heat wave hit and we were like yeah let's not kill you and let's not kill your mac let's not kill your xbox let's not kill anything right now uh (laughs) dude i don't know what's going on my xbox bro this thing i need to get the new system i know i gotta like clean it out whatever but i need to get the new gen system because this thing's about to combust bro oh dude i was playing the the fucking Modern Warfare 2 beta last night. Sorry. Oh, holy shit. I see the dog. Did that. <laughs> Poor dog. Oh. <laughs> He's uh, just like, help me. But uh, yeah, uh, dude, pretty much. My PlayStation sounded like it was about to fucking take off. <laughs> and just. <laughs> the jet engine? <laughs> dude, seriously. And then freaking i hear my uh we're uh, we're playing search and destroy with my with my uh with my buddy's son last night yeah yeah, yeah. him to a real man you know putting him through the ringer yeah um and he plays i guess on his on my buddy's playstation and his sounds 10 times worse dude i thought someone's mic was breaking up with oh. static <laughs> is it just because like you never have you ever cleaned it We've cleaned. It's just dude, the games nowadays that are coming out. They're not built for. You can say our systems now are the old gen systems. They're yeah. Not, they're not built for these. They're not built for these damn near freaking five K games. Yeah. Uh, for to give a little context, uh, Alex has like the what the the what was the last version of your PS4? Uh, the Pro. Okay, you say the PS4 Pro, which came so out. I have how long? the last version of the PlayStation. And I have the I have the Xbox One S. So if you guys want to put that out, that's before the One X. I've had this thing for like five years. No, I got yes. this in 2015. Almost 10 years. Yeah, I got mine in 2015 also. Um, so, yeah. Same year Xander was same year Xander was born. Yeah. I had the uh the de- I had the Destiny 2, or no, I had the, the Destiny exclusive uh PlayStation as my first PlayStation. I had the NFL 2018 uh no nfl 2016 or something like that bundle that came with it i got this for christmas yeah my whole reason for switching up to the pro was the pro is a terabyte of storage same uh, same with mine it it, it got to the point where you know like the way still games are going it got to the point the only reason i went up to the pro is because storage storage issues it was just every single game is just like takes like one game will take a freaking half dude i deleted apex last night and i deleted fall guys last night and you know how much space just deleting those two games cleared up? Probably like 30, 40. Try oh, more. Try try to give me 400 gigs of space. 400 gigs? They gave me 400 gigs of space. Apex Legends is not that big of a file. I think Apex Legends. I, get, 
Apex Legends for me was like 115. No, I'm it sorry. It would not download the beta at all. It wouldn't download the beta at all. It told me there was no space. It told me I only had like 15 gigs of space on my PlayStation. That's crazy. And you don't even I deleted uh, two games. How much is how big is Fall Guys? I don't know. What? But I deleted two games and it gave me almost like 400 gigs of space back again. That's that's insane. You know me, like like, I dropped, dude. When I dropped a fucking Warzone off my Xbox when I when I was strictly playing it for the PS4 with you guys, dude, 152 gigs just gone. Yeah, yeah. And the game sucks. Fucking nuts. It's fucking nuts. Well, the thing is, too, it's like it's um, it's a little different. It's it's weird that when you if you compare like storage size for games to consoles, because since Microsoft makes Xbox, yeah, they technically kind of have more like, I want to say like better, better like, like dividing up of storage <laughs> and PlayStation. Yeah, well, like, they have a better. Literally, literally, well, they have better hard drives. You can get like you yeah, can literally, literally buy like another back. terabyte with a. I think it's like almost fifty bucks for a new terabyte, for like a whole terabyte hard drive. I yeah, the beta, so. the beta for on PlayStation Four was fucking thirty gigs. That's basically a full size game. That's crazy. That's like yeah, because that's, that, that's, that's just the beta with two game modes and three maps. Dude, that's as much as that's double of what my uh, fucking what's it called is Resident Evil. Because Resident Evil, uh, it's like fifteen gigs. That's like double Resident Evil. Yeah, and like I just said. There's like actually correct correct yourself there. There's like five game modes and only three maps. How is it actually? And but- that was so. Let me get to the actual gameplay. Overall gameplay of it, smooth. It's the beta. We can't really go too much off of what the beta offered me last night. Um, it also was just weekend one. Weekend two is this weekend. Um, so I'm sure they're gonna take some feedback and they're going to tweak little things here and there um overall though it feels just like um it feels just like modern warfare the the newer modern warfare that came out a couple years ago mm-hmm. it feels just like that it, it, if i'm being honest it feels like a polished version of it nothing okay. too crazy going on there um flashbangs jesus christ nerf those <laughs> already <laughs> Bro, you flashbanged my character, and you damn near took me out last night. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Not the only one who said it. Not the only one who said it. Um, overall, though, I want to say, I, I, like, here's the here's the way Call of Duty always goes, though. Call of Duty is fun. Okay, it's a fun game. It's it not moments. a great game. It's not a great game. It's a fun game. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna give me an it's option, a playable game. Yeah, if you're gonna give me an option between Halo. And Call of Duty, I'm always gonna pick Halo. I'll still go Call of Duty. I'll still I love Halo. I, I grew up on Halo. I, you grew up on COD, right? I mean, I played Halo, but I was never like. I get it. Really... It's not for everybody. Like to me, my cousins, they were all into Halo. My best friend, he was into Halo. So like, it was kind of just like, kind of grandfathered into it at that time. But I love Halo. I hate Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite sucks so bad. They do I didn't nothing. I understand with... Halo Wars. I remember like I bought Halo Wars thinking it was gonna be a Halo game. Isn't it like, like I don't? I never played it. I think it's like a turn-based esque type of game. You gotta like make like fucking kind of. Like, it almost it's reminds me like, of Clash really, of Clans. It's like strategy and bases. And yeah, shit like Clash like of Clans, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. But some shit like that. But overall, dude, uh, um, how how have you been? 
Well, you already know how my past weekend was. <laughs> it's a pretty eventful weekend. Um, you know, we got the week. We had the weekend off in general from work, and I was like looking forward to having a weekend off because you know we don't really ever get those. Yeah. We only get those when the fucking winter solstice hits, damn near. <laughs> um. And then turned it up not even to be a relaxing weekend. Turned into just a, I mean, I guess you could say I got to relax on Friday. I got to hang out with my uncle and my aunt that I don't get to see very often because they live in SAC. I got to make some tacos for them. We got to, I had the UFC fights going on my monitor. had the Canelo fight going on my TV. Um, I can tell you this, both fights were a goddamn snooze fest the whole entire night. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch, didn't didn't Sanhegan get the TKO? Yeah, because of a cut. Okay. Um. The the thing. So he cut. He cut song early in the fight with an elbow. Cut. I believe like r- literally right middle of the eyebrow. Oh, okay. And they let it go for about two rounds, but then it got to the point where it wasn't even the bleeding. The eye completely just closed. Closed. Uh, okay. okay. He couldn't even open it. And hey, I'm not. I'm trying. Not trying to be a dick. The dude's already Chinese. It's <laughs> a little bit. It's that. already. It's already bad enough. You already can't open them enough. Right? <laughs> Not trying to be a dick. No, it's, it's facts, um, people. Overall, though, overall, though, um, I wasn't paying too much pay attention. Like I said, I was just talking, you know, fam, I haven't seen in a while. Um, but I finally got to got a chance to look at the scorecards from that fight. Um, apparently, it was it was a draw going into the fifth. Like the judges had it a draw going into the fifth. I didn't watch it, so I can't say anything about it. Um, I watched the Canelo one. I don't know what those judges were on, bro. I think you've seen it on my. Uh, I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't get get into the fight. Like it, it's just an over. It's just it was a dominant performance. Like if you guys think, and this is my thing with hate. This is what I hate modern judges for and stuff like that. Canelo was just too fast for Gennady. That's what it was. He was way too fast for him. And everyone was saying, "Oh, Gennady's great for a forty-year-old. Gennady's great for a forty-year-old. Look what he was doing." I'm like, dude. This is this is two different fighters. One's kind of nearing the end. One's still within his prime, and I don't know what those guys had. Like, well, dude, one thirteen, one fifteen, one thirteen, for both scorecards. That's showing you how corrupt boxing can really get sometimes. They were trying to make. They were trying their hardest to get a fourth fight. Uh, who knows? Like I said, I didn't pay too much attention to it. It was just like. It was, it, it turned, it got, for me, like, I was in it for the first, like, three, four rounds. Once I saw the but fifth the, round, I was like, okay, this is kind of just going to be. It's going to be just a. It's a, we, it's we a, know, we, it's we a performance. We, yeah. It was yeah. a clear dominance. Like, Gennady was not, as you can see for the first three, four rounds, Gennady was not shooting anything. Yeah. And then, like, it's like, you know, I see, uh, you know, according to me, just reading Facebook comments, I see people kind of just like, oh, he was very aggressive in the first couple rounds. And I'm just like. No, Dude. he really wasn't like. No, like, did, like <laughs> just no. Uh, overall, I think that it was a cool fight. Uh, maybe if this fight was maybe four years or three years ago, Earlier. maybe. But I understand where where it comes from with Canelo, where he's chasing a legacy. It's like the, it's like the Diaz and Ferguson fight. Had we gotten that fight five, six years earlier, we would have gotten a way better fight. But we, I still thought it was entertaining. It was entertaining, but if we had gotten it five, six years earlier when they were both, you know, destructions Nate Diaz, of their own. Nate Diaz was on the height of the McGregor submission, and Ferguson was in was the, the legit the, boogeyman. Was the legit boogeyman? 
it would have been way better. Like I someone pointed out, I saw a tweet about it. It was like Ferguson didn't make Nate Diaz bleed at all the whole fight, and that shows you how old Ferguson is. Because we all know Nate Diaz has some severe scar tissue. Like, yeah. and Ferguson was the one bleeding at the end of the fight. Wasn't it like his whole foot covered in blood? Foot. He had. He had like a. He ended up getting cut on the head. Yeah, I seen a couple of that. Um, but again, it was one of those things. Like, say we had gotten those guys five, six years ago when they were both, you know, when Ferguson was the boogeyman and Nate Diaz was on the, you know, was was fighting more than every two, three years. We would have got a way more entertaining fight. But I'm glad we got to get the fight that everyone's been wanted. We, you know, we, severely you know, way Diaz, better, car- way better card than it was originally. I'll Kinda, say that I actually, I actually like the matchups they had. You were completing like, oh my god, they're gonna throw Tony into the fire. They are, they were. <laughs> it's like I'm like, so what I are you completing? No, did I still want to see it? I don't yeah. want to see Tony get murdered. I'd rather see Tony have kind of like an even flank field of a fight. But even with that, <laughs> I thought it was a. Since we're talking about that card, uh, I think, I think Lee got robbed. He's fought Hernandez, right, or something like that. He he fought D Rod. Yeah, I thought he got was. I, think I he was don't robbed. think D. I don't think I don't. I I seriously thought it was Lee's. I thought he had it up like, to. It like, wasn't. It I had wasn't it three to good, two. Like, I had on. it three two. It was. It was a boring fight. But I still didn't think D Rod took that. No, not not a chance. I was when I heard when I heard it. I was like, what? I was like, no, like. I was like, yeah, he pressed forward more, and he threw. He had a little more offense in with his jab, but in terms of who was actually landing the combinations, who was actually Lee was you know, more mix, pinpointing with it, mixing mixing it up in terms of point fighting. Like Lee, one hundred percent. I don't who know was, who's that big boy. I forget his name already. Oh, Chris Barnett. I'm a fan of him. That's that's the second time he's done. Well, he's Did two he and one in his last three. Did he have a broken jaw in that fight? I think so. Look how he was like. If you look at his face, like his mouth was like. Oh, that's his face. That's That's his face. face. Oh, okay, never mind. That's his face. But big boy, he threw it down, bro. Come on, you gotta admit, big boy was throwing it. Yeah, he's a young Uncle Ruckus. He's a. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it now, but overall, I thought that. Oh, I I really don't want fun. Yeah, I really don't want to talk about the the Chimaev thing. I just kind of over it at this point. I think everyone's over. Everyone's already forgotten about it. Um, the only thing I can add on top of that one is rumor. Um, his head coach is really like arguing with him. He's like, no, you're you're one eighty five now. I, if he can't do that, bro, like you have to go to one eighty. Like, I'm surprised they even let Paula Costa still fight at one eighty. Who? It's it, it's weird. Um, I don't know how they're gonna do things. You know, we'll, we'll never know. Until we see him next. Yeah. We're never going to know. Uh-huh. Is what it is. Nate Diaz rode off into the sunset. Tony Ferguson still going to be collecting uh, CTE. Um, <laughs> For, he didn't even announce retirement. I was like, bro, it's just please. Him and DC are clapping back and forth with each other. Who, him and Tony? No, uh, yeah, D- uh, Dana Cormier and Tony. Oh, okay. But uh, Cormier, I- just make, Cormier just making comments. Oh, Tony needs to retire. Da, 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 da. Tony just being like, oh, I'm, if I'm going to go out, I'm going down my own terms. He was just like, at least I didn't never cheat. He's like, at least I never cheated on the scale like you did. 
yeah, there's a, I think I seen something like that on Twitter. Like, was it like a day or two ago? Yeah. Yeah. I was watching that, but I did. The only thing I do like, the only thing I'll say with Tony is this. He is the biggest, he is by far, there is no doubt about it. He is the biggest what if in UFC history. Yes. He he's one of the biggest what ifs, you know, what, what you if know, those, Khabib, what if, what if prime Tony and for and Khabib actually got into fight? My thing is this, I, do you think Khabib ducked, uh, tug Tony? Because they were scheduled to fight. It's he weird. had to stay in Dagestan. It, it went both ways. On uh, both of their ends. What was it, Tony? First it was Khabib, then it was Tony, then it was Khabib, then it was Tony, then it was Khabib. It went both ways. It, was, it wasn't just like were Khabib. All those, were all those fights official, though, before? Like this last yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, all okay. of them were official. Oh, God. They're, they were all official, booked. Like, what if like, the, 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 the instance with Ferguson happened day before the fight? The one where... Khabib couldn't he, come he, back to America, right? No, that that was that was so that was the last one. That was the fifth time they tried doing that fight. The fourth time they tried doing that fight, Tony Ferguson is doing is doing media, trips over a cable wire, blows out his ACL. <laughs> I didn't know that. Day before the fight, <sighs> that sucks. And that's what I'm saying. It, it went both ways. Ferguson pulled out first, then it was Tony. Then it was, uh, it was, first it was Khabib, then it was Tony. Then it was Khabib, then it was Tony. Then it was Khabib. Chances are if they tried to do it a sixth time, Tony would have fucking pulled out. Probably. But I, I, so it just, I don't know. Hey, if we're still on the topic, uh, since we're still on, like, on the, we haven't even gotten to, like, major, major topics of what we want to talk about, but, like, speaking of that, like, yo, October is looking pretty spicy for fights, bro. If, uh, I just saw a notification right now. Three fighters are off huh? of the UFC 280 Abu Dhabi card. Ah, uh, who are they? I think they're undercard fighters. Like this one guy, I see this one guy, Jamie okay. Malarkey, that I've been watching. But he's a that that guy's a killer. I was looking forward to watching him. Ah, uh, uh, did they say anything about it? Or is it just injury? Um, uh, some guy from the Middle East, Parker Porter, unfortunately, Jay Malarkey. Yeah, just those three right now. Okay. So kind of due to injury. Kind of no names? Uh, two of them are kind of, two of them kind of no name-ish. Jamie Malarkey okay. is probably the most notable one. Okay, okay. Up, up and coming prospect, really good. But uh, another guy who's actually uh, all of them injuries. So Abu Dhabi's on the fifth, right? Uh, I will tell you right now, sir. But dude, oh my gosh, bro! Like the next end, the like, tail end of this month, good for boxing. And then we just have a plethora of fights going on in boxing. Let me look up the boxing schedule real quick while you're looking up Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I already got it. When is it? Um, October twenty second at eleven a.m. Oh, that's for Abu Dhabi. Yep. I mean, I'm looking at the boxing schedule right now. Like my favorite fighter, Fontura, he fights next week or something like that. I'm looking it up right now. Hold on. Yeah, the whole the whole card's getting shuffled around right now. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, sh- uh next week, sh- uh, this week coming up, uh, breaking the fourth wall. Uh, this Saturday, uh, Shakur Stevenson is going to be fighting for the undisputed titles. Then you have, okay. then you have George Campbell, and this is going into October. Uh, that's just these are just key dates. And then you have the rematch between Haiti and Cambosos. Same day you have uh, oh, yeah. Deontay Wilder. 
And then you have a uh, and that's just for where is the Oh yeah, uh Gabriel Fontura that he's on October. Uh Fernando Martinez, another great fight. Curry's Urbanks Jr. versus Connor Ben. That one I think you need to watch. Those are some Daniels. Those are some nasty dudes in that in the welterweight division. Uh, do, 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 do. Chris Urbanks, 15. Clarissa Shields fights again, so I'm going to be watching her. And then Deontay Wilder. And then Caleb Plant makes his return after his Canelo loss against Anthony Durrell. This is all on October 15th. Uh, Gary Russell versus Emmanuel Rodriguez. That's another one. Frank Sanchez. That's all on October 15th? This is all. These four, these main fights right here, all on October 15th. Deontay Wilder versus Robert Helenas, Caleb Plant versus Anthony Durrell for the super middleweight, Gary Russell versus Emmanuel Rodriguez, Frank Sanchez versus Carlos Negron. Two massive fights. And then same day you have you have the same day is the Cambosis fight. And then you have just a bunch of other up and coming rises, but that was that's the bigger name for in that division. And then that's and then this and this is another key date too. October 29th, Vasily Lomachenko makes his is, makes his return from from the Ukraine. Same day that Jake Paul and Anderson Silva fight. Hmm. Oh, what a what a month for boxing. What a month. And then the 22nd we have the uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. What a Since we're talking about that, man. Since I brought this up, why is it that Jake Paul and Anderson Silva is something that's very intriguing to me? Like I was telling you, I saw I kind of peeked at the, the presser. And you know, like, oh, you know, his presser with Askren, his presser with Woodley, the presser with Tommy was a lot of shit talk. A lot of just like, fuck you, you're an easy fight, I'm going to knock you out, back and forth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This presser was all smiles, laughs, and hugs and handshakes. Do you think Jake is kind of taking it a lot serious? No, J- Jake. J- Jake is like I understand who is in front of me. The, 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 this this is a living legend in combat sports, literally in front of me. You know, disregard his age and just look at what he's been doing inside of boxing. His what two fights? Three, two, three, three? three fights. I think it's three fights in because Tito Ortiz and he's won all and he's won all three of them. Yes. <laughs> and what's scary about it, he's beaten a dude. Because what? How old is Anderson Silva? Like 44, 45? Like 44, 45? Like he's he's up there. Okay, he's... I'll say this. Boxing is a young man's sport. Hold on. Silva the, my, my only thing that I could say is... Uh, Silva he's 40, has been a little... He's 47. He's been a little chinny. In his last couple, in his last MMA fights, mm-hmm. he, he had he had a very he had a very dainty chin. <laughs> so, well, let's, well, let's put it this way, guys. If you get obviously Anderson Silva, one of the greatest UFC uh, fighters of all time, uh, he recently transitioned to boxing. People that don't know, like, oh, he's just in there for money. He's had a legit background in boxing for a very long time. Uh, yeah, so, some may wonder, like, what would have happened if he never did MMA and he focused on boxing? Legit. I think uh what I would have happened. What would you put him at like in in prime? What would you put him in like a, a suit? What would you put him in like what, what division do you think he would be like div- 
I think he'd be like dominant in the cruiserweight well, one, division. One eighty five was never a cut for him, even was, in MMA. It was never it was never a cut for him. So he he was he he was one of the very few fighters who really didn't need a cut weight to make one eighty five. So what is one eighty five? That's like cruiserweight. No, he he'd be light heavyweight. Uh, he'd be light heavyweight. Yeah. Dang, he'd be banging with the boys. I think they have their catch weight at. I don't even know what their catch weight is. It's probably somewhere like one ninety two hundred, if you can look that up. But oh yeah, I'm trying to find that weight right now. So I'm gonna tell you guys this. So if you guys don't remember, he was on an undercard for his pro debut against Tito Ortiz. Clean the man's clock. With a great setup. And then not after that, he went and fought for the undercard of Julio Cesar Chavez and fought his son. 187. They're doing the fight at 187. So this is the first time Jake's actually doing a a weight cut? Because he's always been 190. He's always been like 190, 195, right? He was 200 against Woodley the first time. No, the first time with Woodley, it was 190. The second time, they had a catch weight of like 200. It wasn't until the Raheem one where he was going to do the catch. And they wanted to do 200, but they agreed at 205, and that's when Jake had canceled the fight. Mm. Well, even then, if he's done his fights at like 190, then but three pounds isn't it's not That's not really a weight cut. Who knows? That, that, that's, that's, that's him just having to take a dump in the morning, not drink any water. That's true. But that's basically it. Anderson Silva has, you could say, his only notable opponent is Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Say what you want. I think Chavez Jr. is a embarrassment, embarrassment to boxing, but he was a former world champion. He beat a former world champion in with his age, and there was like a 12, 13-year difference. I think Julio Cesar Chavez is like 33 years old. Like Silva was considered one of the most dangerous strikers in MMA. Obviously, he has a back uh, boxing background. I think this fight's very it's it's intriguing. Right? Like, like I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't know why I'm just like yo I really want I think I might actually buy the fight. It's kind of a pickums fight if you really think about it. As much as you would want, as much as you would think it wouldn't be a pickums fight, it's kind of like a. It's eh, really it's it's Jake, a, it's a really. Jake, I'm gonna Jake say could this. win, oh, but Anderson could win. Anderson got that killer left. We don't know, but I would say it's. I would say the big Jake's biggest problem in this fight is going to be the length. This is the first time he's fought in someone with almost the same, if not more, of an arm reach on him, right? Yeah, Woodley had Woodley had a shorter reach, shorter height. Significant. Askren, shorter reach, shorter height. He has a reach of seventy-seven. Damn. Jake Paul or Anderson? Anderson. You're looking at their reaches? Yeah. So this is the first time he's actually getting, in terms of body build, the closest to his, like, you know, his, like, you know, what he's at. Oh, actually, not really. They're... Anderson still has the advantage, but only by an inch. But who knows how to use that inch better? Believe me. Give me an extra <laughs> inch. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to use but, it. Uh, that's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying is... Silva has more experience because he was always known as the striker. Yeah, he uh, was always he was always known as a master of, of distance. Dude, if if you look at this, Tommy Fury had a way bigger reach advantage than Jake. Tommy Fury had a eighty reach advantage, eighty inch reach advantage, which is fucking crazy. Like, but again, he's fucking was, with Silva. I think he's just he has so much experience because again, he was always considered a master of distance in what? MMA. He knows how to he knows how to distance control. He. That, that, that was his bread and butter. 
Yeah. You look at, like, I'm looking at, like, previous fights he's had. Like, wait. Why does it say 74 with Tyron Woodley? I don't know. Maybe he shrunk. I don't know. Uh, oh, no, no, no. 76. They just It was just a dumb one. But I look at it this way. Jake doesn't really have a... You look at his previous fights. Jake doesn't even have, like, a, a, an existing jab. He doesn't. It's, like, it's there, but it's not snappy. You can look back at Anderson Silva, even back five years look ago. How he knocked out Forrest, look how he knocked out Forrest Griffin with a jab. Forrest stepped in, and what did he do? Popped him with a jab, and Forrest dropped. But the only thing that's kind of weird with this one is they agreed to an eight-round fight. I'm like, know. I'm like, eh. if this would have been another 12-rounder, Dude, Jake Paul. Silva takes it. Silva takes it in a 12-rounder. Oh, dude, yes. I just, the thing is, just the biggest question mark with Jake is the conditioning. That's all that it is. We didn't even get to see yeah, the conditioning. We, we still haven't seen his gas tank really, like, who knows? Maybe Silva goes out there and just completely makes him, like, forces him like, to work. Yeah, who knows? And this is the thing with like Jake. Make Paul. him fight backwards. Make him fight backwards. He's never and been Silva, put on. He's never been Silva's put on the back. Know how to hit that body. <laughs> like this is the thing, Jake Paul. You guys have seen in all his fights, he's always gone forward. I think the only time he ever fought on the back foot was what, for maybe a round or two on against Woodley, and Woodley was yeah. beating him. But other than that, like problem. Sorry, continue. <laughs> even then, like we really haven't seen him just like not face adversity, but like been put on the other side where he's not the lead anymore. You know what I mean? Basically. And then like Silva is also known as like one of the most dangerous counter strikers. I didn't know. I didn't watch a lot of Silva. I think the only time I ever watched Silva. If you go back and watch his early days and look how he would control distance, how he would counter strike, dude, he made like really good. He made really good fighters look really bad. I'll have to look, I'll have to look up a lot of his highlights. I think the only I think the only time I ever seen him was when I watched it at your house when he snapped his leg. Yeah, and then Izzy knocked him out, and then his last fight. It's kind of all he never I know. knocked him out. Did he not knock him out? No, they 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 went the distance. Who knocked him out? He was fucking around. He got knocked out. He was like, and then Chris Weidman, like the guy the guy he snapped his leg on. Okay, yeah. Um, That's all I kind of know for so. So you only seen his downs. You pretty much only got to see his downfall. You, yeah. know, you never got to. You never got to see the rise, the prime, and like the oh my god, like N- not really because is... I wasn't ever really heavy into MMA. And then I think I was you. You basically kidnapped me from my house. You're like we're gonna watch the fight. I was like, mom, she was doing something. Just go, and we ended up watching the entire fight. So, but I added like I think that's like one of the first time I ever seen like something so gruesome like that. I was like, oh my god. His knee touched his leg. I mean, his foot it's, touched it, his it's, leg. This, this one's a, this one's an interesting one. Um, yeah. As long as Silva doesn't get you know cracked, you know, as long as Jake doesn't just land that fucking overhand right, he loves to throw twenty five million times a fight. You know, um, I think Silva can make him punch himself out. If not punch himself out, I think Silva is gonna know how to make him force him to fight on the back foot while attacking him in the right ways. And if Jake wants to be the one to march forward again, Silva is one of the most dangerous counter strikers in MMA. Silva, some of Silva's knockouts came from him moving backwards. Mm -hmm. So 
it's a really weird thing. Who knows how this fight's going to go? That's why it's such a like, eh, it, it, one or the other. Like I said, I haven't been more intrigued to, to almost buy a pay-per-view than that one. And it's Jake Paul like, of all things. Yeah. Like when it came to Askren, it's like we all knew Askren was going to lose. Oh, yeah. When it, came, when it came to Woodley, it's like we had a feeling he was going to lose, but we still had some hope. The only thing with Askren. The basketball player, it was like, it's a basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing with Askren was the one time Jake like hit him in the gut and he walked away. I was like, oh, but Dan Askren's not a striker. That's the thing. He's not. But I was looking at that, not. right? And uh, with the basketball player, I'm like, yo, it's Nate Robinson. Look at the fucking height difference between you two. But yeah. Other than that, like I'm pretty interested. Another th- and since we're all like we're getting to topics now. Speaking of the Paul brothers, Logan Paul oh, yeah. is living <laughs> the greatest life I think I've ever seen someone live. I feel like that guy has had one of you can almost say the greatest 180s for an influencer. Oh, for like he yeah. like, he went from hated as just being the Vine kid. Yeah, and then he did that. Then he had that suicide force scandal, which was like super. Like he was super quiet for a very long time. It wasn't until like slowly. It, it wasn't until like COVID came around, like the he year before. Kind of Cro- gradually coming back in. Yeah. Um. You know, he he came. He he launched Impulsive, which is a deep. Um, I, I like it. Impulsive. I th- I think I think when it came to Impulsive, I think one. It almost seems like he had a new crew around him. He had a, he had a new crew around him. He had a different mindset. Um, I think the biggest thing for him is I think he started looking at. I think he was like I think at first. Who knows? We'll never know the, what how his brain really thought. But it almost seems like at first his brain was just like, oh, I'm a fucking YouTuber. I'm a Vine kid. And then I when just, he came back, it, it was more of like a, I can use this as a business. I think it was just this. I'm an untouchable person. No matter what I do. Because you look at everybody that came from Vine, when you look at the downfall of Vine, which was basically Twitter buying it out and then just poof, uh, gone, bye. bye. Um, no one, a lot of people didn't know what to do. But you look at people like Cody Ko, another great creator. Do you watch? Uh, do you watch the TMG podcast? They're no. they're they're, t- they're called the Tiny Meat Gang podcast. Really funny. <laughs> it's a really great podcast. I've been listening to them for years now. But they're two of my favorite content creators from Vine. They're best friends, Noel Miller and Cody Ko. What they did was they already were kind of embedded into YouTube just a little bit. So, like, they kind of had this as if Vine ever died out or if Vine was just ever just to go away, we have something to back off on. Logan and all these guys were saying we have, I think at that time, they were up to like 30 million Vine followers. Billions of loops. And they were like, I have enough to transition if I really wanted to. And that's why you saw that whole Vine wave. And all of them were pretty much untouchable. Because that was like during like the prank era of like, yeah, what an era. What an era. Yeah, dude, Logan Paul is definitely like his podcast. I like I like his podcast. I, I like listen it. to it. I don't I listen, listen to it all the time. It. Like, it's, it's, I put it's it on every so often. I listen to it depending on who's on it. And also, exactly. like, I, I, I exactly. want to see also if it's if it's a, if it's an episode where they don't have any guests. I, I kind of like I skim to see what they talked about, and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of interested in said topic. So let me let me check it out. So, like, um, I know they they actually just didn't they actually just have fucking um the dude he's gonna wrestle for the fucking belt on the podcast too. No fucking way. They had Roman Reigns on the podcast. Hold let on. Let me look it up. Hold on. I'm hold on. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. So people that don't know what we're talking about, like if you guys are big fans of the WWE. 
Like, yo, Logan Paul, I don't think this is unheard of. Logan Paul was just signed to the WWE earlier this year. He was only made to do pay-per-view events, right? He's this is the next pay-per-view event is in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, Roman Reigns. He they had him Paul on. Sabre I gotta watch that. Seven days ago. I gotta watch it. But like with Roman Reigns, everyone uh Roman Reigns is really cool. My uncle almost got to meet him after WrestleMania because his friend's his best friend. His friend, she's best friends with Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns' wife. He never got invited to the after party. But he was able to go to like WrestleMania and have a really cool time because it was here in the Bay Area like five, six years ago. It was in like Levi yeah. Stadium. Like Roman Reigns right now is the biggest wrestler in the world. I don't care what you guys want to say. He is the undisputed WWE and the Universal Champion. I believe that's what they're called. So he holds two belts. Logan Paul is is the headline for that event. Fighting for uh, wrestling for those two belts. When he was just signed not even a year ago. I've seen the highlights of him and his uh, match with Miz. The guy can fucking move. Well, you have to under like you gotta remember he was a collegiate he's, wrestler. I don't yeah, think he was at the collegiate well, level, but like he was a he was a known wrestler. But he's also just an athletic kid too. You see, some, you see him working out. He's very athletic. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. But I, it's like you know, I, I that one that's something else that's bro, interesting. Shout out to D- Triple H. Ever since Vince McMahon had a kick rocks, yo WWE has just been. It's been fire, bro. Like he's a gangster Triple H. Did we ever do? <laughs> no. I mean, I guess you could say the closest we got was um Thugnomics, John Cena. Maybe that. Yeah, that's the closest thing we ever got to like a thug character. It was like Bully Ray, Bubble Ray, maybe. Uh but yeah. But no, I think like Thugnomics, John Cena was like the only kind of thug we ever got in the fucking WWE. Or Durag Vince McMahon. That man was a menace. <laughs> oh my god! Did you ever? Did you ever see that? Can we get a can we get a Durag Triple H? He's literally packing the heat though, because he's in charge of scripts now. I was like, yes, something he's, different. He's giving his fucking story writing to like Michael Bay. <laughs> he probably has like, yo, Mike, do you, what what do we need to do with this? We need fireworks <laughs> here, there. Eh, you know, you know what? Let's just let Logan Paul just, you know, headline uh, Abu Dhabi. I like the idea. <laughs> we, need Mar- we, need, we need to get Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the act? What's the, we need Chris Pratt as Mario, like just for this part right here, please. Oh, recently just watched the Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles for the first time ever. Michael Bay and Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Remember the, like, remember the live action Ninja Turtles? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that no one wants to talk about? What you talking? Well, actually, they're all right. I never watched the second one. The first one I thought was pretty cool. Yo, Raphael. The second one's really. Raphael the with a New York accent was. Raphael with the New York accent's wild to me. What's going on, <laughs> Donnie? What do you want to do? I'm like, all right, dude. This is awesome. So I thought it was all right. They made Shredder look like just a robot. Basically. So Ninja Turtles. I watched Rise of the TMNT. It is an anime. I. It is an anime, but not an anime, and I, I'm I'm here for it, bro. Their fight with the Shredder, first of all, their rendi- their incarnation of the Shredder, leaps and bounds better than any Shredder they've ever done ever. They fought that man like it was Goku and Vegeta, bro. They jumped that man, and it was amazing, aesthetically pleasing. You should you should read the Ninja Turtles comic, uh, Ronin. 
the last is called Ronan, right? My boy, Ronan. shout out, shout out to Darian. He's kind of he's gonna put me on that. Uh, I don't know where to find the comic. I don't want to read it online. I want to own like the physical copy. It's um, it's pretty good, pretty dark, really dark. Isn't it like all the brothers dead besides one, and you kind of have to figure out yes. who's the last brother? Yeah. You you wouldn't you wouldn't even be able to guess who the last brother is. Okay, but this is the thing with like Ninja Turtles, bro. Like a lot of people don't understand. Like Ninja Turtles was an original comic before they got like yeah. all goofy. I think it's awesome that like each generation has had a di- has had a different Ninja Turtles. If you really think no, about, it. I, was, I was really never even into the Ninja Turtles. Like, I, I used love to the wa- Ninja Turtles. Did you ever watch the live action movies like the original ones? I How guess cr- you could say that was like the closest I ever was to watch like liking them and watching them. Was did that you ever watch the two thousand three? I never really watched any of the cartoons. I only reason why I watched the other Ninja Turtles movies was because Ryan wanted to watch them. Yeah. Other than that, I never really cared. Did for you them. ever watch the the other animated movie one from like two thousand seven? No, no, I never did. I know what you're oh talking about. Oh my god, about. we gotta watch that, bro. That one's a sick movie. That to me, that's like one of my favorite movies. That's when you. That's what happens when you actually get a professional voice actor and not a shitty fucking celebrity to voice act people. There you go. That's that's a great movie. Yeah, well, Ryan wanted to watch that. I was busy watching fucking the Cartoon Network shows where the everyone was basically dropping acid every single day. Drop which one? What? Fucking Chowder. Flapjack. Oh, Chowder. <laughs> Chowder. Like... Someone was on drugs with Flapjack. Dude, Yo, West episode show freaks me out to this day. Remember the West episode? Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I think I think Chatter's that. No, I think Flapjack's actually on HBO Max. I should watch that. Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they should. Dude. I think they do. I know they got rid of a bunch of shows, but not none of those. Have a couple beers, watch some Flapjack. Jesus. Nah, bro. <laughs> smoke some weed. Watch Flapjack. You will. You will be gone. But I was watching that. Uh, I finished Ruby. Uh, uh, I haven't. I've totally. I haven't been on anime at all. Like Ruby's yeah, the only one I off. Ruby's the only one I just kind of been like, okay, let's finish this. Exceeded my expectations. Surprisingly good. I'm not saying it's terrific mm. or anything. It's good for what it is. I think uh they paid really good homage to Mani. Uh Mani Ohm, he was the original creator. A lot of great scenes for like callbacks. I'm surprised the the last scene they used. I'm surprised they didn't use that for like season two, if it ever gets a season two. But overall, I thought it was all right. I I think overall, animation wise, it's pleasing. Uh, fights though. They put they put the budget in the fights. Characters, mm. wow. Like for them to basically break down a lot of these characters and and build them from the ground up again in their own version, they could have never done that in the like in the original Ruby series. Especially with like the main character Ruby, and Weiss. I feel like those. Got... What's up? Say, tell me they got Weiss in this bitch. Yeah, they got Weiss. <laughs> Weiss. <laughs> white rice. <laughs> Fried rice. She actually does have white hair. Oh shit! Here we go. Uh, that uh, I haven't really been watching anything. I really got to rewatch fucking Call the Night. I watched Joe Coy's new special last night. How was that? You still got it? I'll give it like a se- I'll give it like a seven out of ten. Is it just a bunch of recycled jokes? No, completely new. Uh, completely new bit. bit oh, okay. Um, I would still say a Seattle one, his Hawaii one, where fuck had me. Hawaii was fucking... amazing. 
Holy shit, shoot some aloha. <laughs> bro, what you should do? Slipper, slipper, slipper. <laughs> uh, you do you ever listen to Bill Burr? Bill Burr, I feel I've Fuck. I think I've seen him on I think I've seen him on fucking uh on someone's podcast. Bill Burr's fucking. Oh, home. Burt 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 Kreischer has a podcast with them. It's called like, the Bill Burt Podcast. I didn't know he had a. I didn't know he had a one with Bill Burr, but Bill Burr. Watch all his specials that are on fucking Netflix. He's by far one of the greatest comedians of all time. But he has this thing where he was on a tour and he had a bunch of other comedians like, you know, like no one goes there to watch a comedian for an hour. They're usually there for like like three, four hours watching different comedians. It was basically like a 45 minute special of all these other comedians on his on his tour. Funny as fuck, bro. Oh, my God. They were so good. Uh, They had a couple of them. Dude, two of them are like there's like three of them that were just too good i'm just like oh man and then i think andrew schultz was on one of them i think for like a brief moment oh fucking schultz game man i yeah i'm not the big like, you already know me i'm not the biggest fan of schultz's comedy i think it's kind of eh. but uh that one they, they gave him like 15 minutes of like the actual special killed it knocked it yeah, out they, they, i think i'm gonna go see brandon schaub in october how is he as a comedian? Really bad. He's just there, just there, just to support him. I just, I'm here. I don't know if it's really bad because I'm seeing him like recorded, and like I'm just seeing. I don't know what it is, but like I just like 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 his like his jokes. They they make me go. Ah, okay, that's funny. But like, <laughs> like you know, like but they don't do to me with like me laughing in bed in the middle of the night to like Mark Norman or Andrew Schultz or Burt Kreischer. Yeah, or fucking Ari Shafiri, Shane Gillis. Ari Shafiri, like, that's that, oh, that's a fucking heeb right there. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of other comedians, I think. Like those guys make me fucking die laughing. Shab, his jokes give me a chuckle, but not but that. I'm a fan. Not that. I'm a fan. You know, maybe he's funnier in person. Maybe being in person and seeing it. Ever been to a comedy is what show? I need to do. Yeah, I, I saw Gabriel Iglesias at the Fox Theater. I saw uh, Joey Diaz, uh, Joey Coco Diaz at Improv. Oh my oh, god! Back in his early days. <laughs> oh my fucking god! No, this is like, yeah, it's like four or five years ago. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! That dude's fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, we're probably gonna go um, see that. We're we're gonna go see. I think my buddy Tristan and his fiance. It's like it's like three hundred bucks to buy a VIP table for four, and you get like two hundred dollar like yeah, drink credit. Those are worth it. Food credit. Those are totally it. Really worth is. It. It's like what? So me and Tristan got to split it for one fifty, and then we get a two hundred dollar credit on the table for food and drinks. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I pay and a little bit extra? Like, and we get and to you're like sit up there like in the front, right there. Yeah. Like, possibly, possibly get roasted by him. That's the. It. That's the one thing. Oh my god, uh, I don't remember most of it. I remember like Joey Diaz. That's why I'm so mad. I'm not gonna be able to see because Mark Norman's also gonna be here in like two weeks. Oh, you can't watch it because it's on a weekday. Sue, <laughs> he sold out Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and then he's almost sold out on the Thursday. And he's doing two shows each of those days, and he's almost sold out on all of them. At the Improv or no? At the Improv. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's almost sold out on all of them. And I'm like, and the only one available right now is Thursday at 1030. Dude, you're be out. 
I'm not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not, I was like, I was like, I wanted to go, but like, I, should, I saw the time. I should I buy like, it fuck. just to just to keep you a whole Snapchat of stories. Of him. <laughs> no, but I was. I just watching that, bro. I was being getting. I just he's gonna call. He's gonna call you. I'd be like, hey, who's the fucking Mexican in the <laughs> recording me? <laughs> I, to be honest, I do want to get roasted by a comedian so bad, dude. I would love to. I just want to see what they. What, I just want to see what they see in me that I don't see. Exactly. See, I would I would want to wear my pineapple button up there. Oh, you like the you like the Hawaiians pineapple boys? I see. You know, you know the whole thing with like upside down pineapples, right? No. Apparently, well, this is what my dad told me. Apparently, it has to do with like swingers. Upside down pineapples. I don't know. That's what he told me. He saw my huh? shirt one day, and he was just like talking shit to me. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I don't know, fuck, I do what you're talking about. And he was like, Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, it means you're a swinger or some shit. And I'm like. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I bought the shirt at Target. I liked it. Like, <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna get freaking you know dudes touching my shoulder if that was the case. You know, it, it is but what it is. It makes a story. It really does make a story, man. Oh my god! So story, uh, story, and then we have like one more thing. I wanted to talk about this. <coughs> oh yeah, my uncle Chris is here too. Yo, uncle Chris, guess what happened to me today? <laughs> so I had to deal with this. Uh, so I'm talking to my uncle right now, everybody. But I'm telling the story as it is. So this is uh, I had to deal with this lady today, mm-hmm. racist lady. Oh. But I couldn't help myself from laughing for what she said. I was like, and she's like our, she's like me and my buddy's age. She looked like she was like 25, 26, right? Mm-hmm. And she, and I'm talking to her, and like she could vis, I could visibly see her just like not, like I'm asking for her order. She's like not having it with me, and she was just like, oh my god, I'm just born in the wrong era. I was like, I'm like that's kind of weird. I'm like, why? Like, is, was it cheaper back then? No, you people were cheaper back then. <laughs> I think she might have met Roundtable. Maybe not you. <laughs> oh my god, bro! I, I oh, I laughed. I laughed so fucking hard, bro. Like I'm like, here's your pizza, dude. Five minutes just rolling in the fucking walk-in, bro. That shit was hilarious. She said it with a straight face. She's like, no. You people were cheaper. You should have pulled the Tropic Thunder on her ass. You were like, what do you mean, you people? I should have. I was <laughs> laughing. I was like, what do you mean, you people? And then come to turn out, she's like, what do you mean, you people? I'm talking about Roundtable. Huh? <laughs> huh? And she just, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> Racist brain clicked too fast. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Your ancestors were bought. <laughs> yeah, they really were. It was fucking funny, <laughs> but uh, I did. That's like the like pretty eventful thing. I work on. Should have asked her for her a number. You guys could have made racist jokes and made some racist babies. Nah, I would have been like, nah, but like, yo, you want to play? <laughs> you want to play slave and master? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you put chains on <laughs> me, girl. <laughs> oh man, well, fucking oh, dude. Um, Marlon Wayne watches Netflix special. Which one? I guess like two. What, one of the Wayne. No, no, no. Like, Did which special? Wo- Wokish. I think I watched. Is that this newest one? No. I don't think I watched that one, but I'll I'll check it out. The one where he talks about, like, he talks about Caitlyn Jenner, Chains, dancing in a club. No, I'll, I'll definitely check that one out. Jay-Z's new album. Well, it was new at the time when he talked about it, and it was fucking hilarious. Didn't he have, a, new, just, like, didn't he have a show, too, on Netflix? It was Garbage. 
I have no idea, but he, I love the, I love the Jay-Z album bit. Cause he's just like, see, I love Jay-Z's music because it's matured over time. And I love his new, I uh, love his new album because it's about growth, fatherhood, raising your son <laughs> and cheating on your wife <laughs> and getting caught for cheating on your wife <laughs> and getting beaten and getting beat in the elevator by your wife. <laughs> you know, Beyonce made a whole album dedicated to Jay-Z cheating on him, cheating on her. Dude, I'm telling you, garbage album. Watch that, watch that fucking special. You will fucking cry. It is so fucking hilarious. All right, I'll have to watch it. Um, but my mom's got Pasola waiting for me at her house. So, yeah, right. so I think we gotta uh, wrap this up real quick, ladies and gentlemen. That has been an episode. Uh, again, this is probably gonna happen. It's cooled down tremendously, so. Your regularly scheduled episodes will be here. Video, still trying to figure that out, but cool thing about this now, I bought a, a virtual soundboard, so this is even better uh, for the show for now. Alex, where can the fine women of the WWE universe find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Last Modelo Bender. Find me on Twitch. I might be uh, streaming a little more. I don't know yet. Ooh. Depends. Spicy. Okay, okay, okay. I feel it. But uh, uh, depends with this Modern Warfare 2 beta and everything. And why don't I'm, you just stream the beta? Now. I don't. It was really late last night when I played it. And I just oh. to it. <laughs> Actually, it's a but a bunch of new stuff coming uh, to the podcast, guys. Uh, please go check out Alex's new podcast. What do you want to call it? Oh, Bar, bar Talk with Alex. Uh, new episode, possibly. Uh, oh, actually, it'll be it, that episode might be out before this episode. There you go. <laughs> but uh, please make sure to go follow that. That is part. The that is what his new project is. So please, please go support that. Um, it is the NFL season, guys. With the NFL, it means I am having the NFL Power Hour half hour. So that means you guys get an extra half an hour of content added to the podcast with this. Not this week. You guys will have that on YouTube, which is on our YouTube channel, which is the What's Your Opinions Podcast. YouTube.com slash What's Your Opinions Podcast. Uh, for podcast episodes, it'll be implemented. I will make a cut time for it and all that. So please, please, for all my NFL fans and gamblers, please make sure that every Wednesday for YouTube, and this will be out on every Friday along with the episode. You guys can follow me at Vintage City Kings. We love you guys so much. Uh, stay tight, stay right. Uh, most importantly, don't cheat on your wife. And I don't think I would have been expensive back in the slave days. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I think I was a pure. I think I would have been a purebred. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm. I think it would have been worth like you know like maybe two gold, not no silver in this he house. Went, he would went for a quarter. There you uh, go. Nah, you're you'll be worth a nickel. I'm gonna be honest with you. Hey, quarter was a lot back then. <laughs> I said you'd be a nickel. Yeah, but I'm at least two dollars. I'm like a two dollar slave. All right, whatever. I'm gonna do some pasola. All right, bro. Lighter. Lighter.